Yo, what up, Chris? What's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How was your week, bro? Uh, it's going good, you know. Made it to Friday, so we're doing good. Uh, I heard that, heard that. Yeah, mine, I, mine's pretty boring because I'm not really working right now. So I really just sit in the house looking at YouTube and playing video games. I love me some 2K, so I'm always on that. Yeah, job, <laughs> oh man yeah yeah i do because i do be quite bored at the house but you know what i'm saying but i'm glad to see you though bro and we can try to little record a little uh episode for the people yeah man glad to be back doing another episode for you guys glad you tune in got a lot going on this week a lot of yeah. good stuff here for you so let's go ahead and jump into this So, <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. I just that's so funny. I don't know. I just like to laugh. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but I think this is important. Um, an important topic to start off with because you kind of have the right mentality to be on your own to try to want to live and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I know you've been living independently since you were, what, 18, right? 18, I mean, well, 19 years old. I was 19 when I had my first place. My mom actually helped me get that place. And from then on, I've never lived at my mama's house, <laughs> so. Well, that's good. That's a huge accomplishment, especially for some of the things I know we've gone through, so. But what are some of the challenges you face and have faced even up to now when it comes to living on your own and being independent? Well, I know living independent, we kind of talked about this, uh, but the bathroom is always a big challenge other than stairs. The bathroom, because the doors are pretty much always made small. So... If I can't bring my power chair in there, that means I got to go get another chair, transfer to that chair, scoot that chair to the toilet or the shower or wherever I got to do. And it's just annoying. I don't really like it. But honestly, I mean, there's challenges, but those are the biggest challenges for me. So even when I go to somebody's house to visit, I'm like, how big is your door in your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, it's crazy. The bathroom is always... Definitely been a struggle. That, or if they have stairs, you gotta get up and down those stairs. God, that's exhausting, dude. I can't even just get up and kind of 
pull myself the steps. Somebody's got to help me up the steps. So yeah. once I'm up steps or down the steps, I'm pretty much there. <laughs> yeah, I can get up and down them stairs like one time, then I'm dead. Yeah. I, mean, I can't even do the dishes without feeling exhausted. <laughs> and I know some of you. They work out, maybe you walk, maybe you don't walk. You're thinking, oh, you need to work out when you need to exercise. You know what I say? Shut up. No one cares <laughs> about that crap. Stop Bible thumping us with your workout bull crap. Anyway, <laughs> that's what you're saying. Oh, Chris about to go off on somebody. Hey, I'm like, you're driving me nuts. I heard that. I want to help you all the time. I like my Oreos. Oh, bro. Speaking of that, this weekend, we're getting some cookies. You know, because I, I told Chris, because um, I was eating too many sweets, I was like, bro, don't let me eat anything sweet until about the 19th, and that's tomorrow. So, uh, that's tomorrow. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to buy some cookies and eat some cookies this weekend. You might even have to worry about chewing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. We're getting sidetracked, folks. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think for me, aside from, like, having to go up and down stairs, struggling to get into people's houses, the bathroom situation, as Luke mentioned, like, just living on your own, it can be hard sometimes. I mean, there's been times where, like, I didn't have food. There's been times where, like, the power was cut out. You know, you're just struggling. I mean, hungry, struggling. So, yeah, it can be difficult, but you don't need to uh, let that fear get the best of you, I would say. And uh, you just got to go for it, you know. You're never going to achieve anything if you're just always living in fear and afraid to fail. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And um, yeah, it definitely gets hard when you're pretty much living off of your disability or whatever is supporting you, especially when you can't get a job and really feel like you're doing something from a day to day. Especially me right now, I'm not working and it's driving me nuts. And the only thing I look forward to is recording or doing research for this podcast now. So, but yeah, just, yeah, you're going to have your problems, but it's so much greatness like i love living by myself the privacy i love it i don't have to deal with anybody and if you want a roommate that's fine if you're a person that's always kind of lonely i advise you get a roommate yeah on the roommate thing i definitely agree with that just pick wisely you know you don't want to be with somebody that's gonna be uh always ticking you off you know or very combative so just be really smart when it comes to getting a roommate. Not uh, saying that it's a bad thing, but if you're not smart about it, it could be a bad thing. So, But if you can live on your own, I would say definitely go for that because there's nothing like coming home, whether you have a job or don't have a job, say you just go out and do things throughout the day. There's nothing like coming home and just having to worry about yourself and doing what you want to do, buying the things that you want to buy, and uh, spending your time how you want to spend it. So there's a lot of struggles and challenges with living independently, but the good definitely outweighs the bad. There is nothing like being on your own. Yeah, I know. Me and Chris, we actually lived together a little bit for a couple months last year, and he can tell you, I'm always not in a good mood. He's working or he's doing something, and I come in a room, come into the house, and um, 
I go right to my room and lay down. Like, I don't even say, hey, <laughs> like, you just got to give me like 35, 45 minutes. And I mean, <laughs> we've known each other for a long time, as we mentioned last episode, but uh, you just got to adjust. And I mean, if you're going to get a roommate in my situation, I'll go to do that here in just a moment, but you got to be willing to understand that you both need to adjust to the situation. No matter how well you know each other, living with each other is a whole different ballgame. So I just had to realize, and like, well, I remember we had a conversation, we just had to kind of lay it out there. Like, I was in a tough spot financially, emotionally, mentally, so things just collapsed, and I was starting over crashing on this couch, but everything worked out. So we just had to have that conversation lay everything out there and uh, things were good from there so yeah yeah it was and it just takes an understanding of um both perspectives and you know i will still do it all over again if i had to so yeah and same vice versa but i know you were kind of miserable too at that point kind of going through some things so yeah definitely got to be understanding especially if it's not your own spot like, if you're both, you know, sharing the place, paying half rent, whatever, okay, still got to be understanding, but a little bit more sway there. But in this scenario, like, it was Luke's spot, so I didn't want to intrude or make him feel uncomfortable in any way. So just be understanding of that and realizing of that, and I think everything will be okay. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add towards challenges or anything? Challenges? I mean, I would just say just expect, everything to go wrong. If you expect everything to go wrong, and I only say that because you can always kind of fix stuff and and deal with them as they come. So. Right. And so, and I think to just expect to fail. I think that's what Luke's trying to say. Yeah. It's kind of like when you start something new, like a new job or whatever it is, you're not going to be the best at it. So just... Expect to fail, expect for things to go wrong, expect to struggle, but be willing to push through that, and that's going to make you a better person in the long run. Yeah, you're right about that. But yeah, as far as, you know, we wanted to speak some triumphs and stuff, like, not just that we've gone through challenges, but stuff we've overcome as well. You know, some victories there, I guess. So, for me, most recently, obviously, as Luke mentioned, I was crashing on this couch. So, I had to start over completely at the beginning of, end of 2019, towards the beginning of 2020. So, I showed up with, like, no money, no job, nothing. I mean, I lost everything. Prior to that, now I'm going to go into all that, but uh, yeah, it was completely starting over, so, but uh, ended up getting a job, getting my own place, and uh, just pushing through, and now I'm doing good. I mean, I've been doing good this whole past year, so it's just, again, willing to push through the struggle in order to gain that victory, so. You always got to tell yourself that you're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. Eventually, just learn every day. We still learning about things. 
about how to be independent. I'm 35 years old and every day I think I learned something different. So it's still a learning process. It's going to be a learning process your whole life. But having that mentality is what you need. Right. And I think just having the belief that you're going to succeed. Like when I first got here, I was literally just driving around in my chair everywhere I could to apply for jobs. I mean, I immediately went and applied for a place. And so it's like, you just got to keep going. Like, I'm not just going to be a bum and sit on Luke's couch for a year, right? You got to keep going. You got to keep moving and keep pushing forward. Like, it was freezing cold. And I'm just driving everywhere. And so, but it's that desire to want more. Right? And so you just gotta keep only way I can say it is you just gotta keep pushing forward. Failure's not an option. I don't care. It really isn't and I used to tell Chris, just come on down. So when I know that he was going through what he was going through, I said, Bro, come back to Cleveland. You know how easy it was to get around with your chair. You could ride around, catch the bus or do something. Like yeah. it's gonna be easy to get back on your feet here. Just Come on down. You got it. I know it's going to be a little tough, but come on. The, the sooner you do it, the quicker you're going to be back on your feet. And it wasn't that long. I think it was about four months. Like, you was really there for yeah. four months. Let's see. I got here, like, December 31st, 2019. So, the next day was, what, January 1st? So, somewhere in that time frame. And I immediately, like I said, went and applied for an apartment here now. So, you know, it's just, like I said, failure was not an option. Nobody cares at the end of the day, really, what you're going through. What matters is that you care and you're not willing to accept defeat. And so you just keep pushing and keep going. And some people might try to pull you down Fill your head with fear and negativity. No, forget all that. Just keep pushing forward. Have faith. Believe in something. Believe most importantly in yourself. And it's going to pan out. Yeah, I agree with all that. All right. So now we want to talk about like how we ultimately became independent. And I know Luke touched on that. 19. His mom helped him get a place. But for me... Mine was a little different. So, like, growing up, I didn't have that much of independence. Nowhere like I do now. It just wasn't really viable where I grew up. Where I'm at now, you can go around in your chair, as Luke was saying. We can go anywhere we want to go. Go get food, do whatever. We can do whatever we need to do. But growing up, I didn't have that option. So... I had to get rides everywhere or something. So for me, being, I guess, fully independent was when I was 19. And when I came to college, like, even though I was living in the dorm, I was on my own. So, you know, it was terrifying at first. But again, it's always terrifying when you're starting something new or you're starting over, whatever it may be. But... You just push through. Like, I started meeting people. You know, I had an incredible roommate. He's still one of my best friends, like a brother to me. So, you just keep 
jumping over hurdle after hurdle or whatever, however you want to say it, and you just keep pushing through. And from that point on, I've had to live with family at different points, but the goal was always to get back to being independent. Yeah. Yeah, and um, stepping into something uncomfortable, it really is scary, but at the same time, it's a new experience, and you could have fun with it. I enjoy sometimes when I'm uncomfortable, like I said, because you get to learn, and you, you're you growing. When you're uncomfortable, you're growing. If you're not ever uncomfortable, then you're not growing. You're not doing anything to improve your life, so just step out. In faith, uh, roll. I don't know. I'm trying to have a little corny pun, but trying, it's man. not working. It, I'm corny. I'm corny, so y'all gonna learn yeah. it. <laughs> but just continue to put yourself out there, right? All the time, though, because you're not gonna get anywhere in life if you're not taking risks of anything, right? And here's the thing, too. Think about it like. Trying different foods or even dating. There's some people out there that truly believe that you just have to, let's just take it from a spiritual perspective, that you just truly have to sit around and wait and wait and wait and pray and pray and pray for that significant other to come. No, you need to be out there looking. You need to be out there on dating sites. You need to be out there meeting people, socializing, shoot, asking people to dinner, something, a drink. Good Lord, how are you supposed to just, what, God's just going to drop that person in your lap? It don't work that way. So, you know, <laughs> and uh, if you're not willing to move forward, whether you're a person of spirituality or faith, whatever you want to call it or not, if you're not willing to move forward towards something in life, how do you expect for that to come your way, for better opportunities to come your way? See, like, a lot of people out there, even a lot of people in the disabled community, are afraid to go to college. Why? Because of Oh, what if I have to walk around a lot or my chair dies or whatever? Who cares? Deal with it. We've been stranded before. (laughs) Actually, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we got stranded because the batteries in my chair died. (laughs) Second time I've been stranded, by the way. Oh, man. That was a crazy day. That was a crazy day. That was hot. It was. God, it wasn't cold, but it was hot. Oh, I had sunburn after that. Yeah. We were Ooh. just trying to enjoy the day. It was nice outside. Yeah, and, it was, and by the way, it was your fault. We got stuck in the I mean, you agreed to go, so whatever. I agreed to go, <laughs> but it was your fault we got stuck because you said, oh, let's take a shortcut. We take a shortcut that has what? Major hills all the way up. Man, I I didn't think that it would be a problem, to be honest with you. Oh, really? The battery's dying. Let's go uphill. I don't know, bro. I didn't think it was going to be a problem. And you don't really really know until you... (sighs) Anyway, you didn't think that one out. No, I'm just kidding, though. But really, we did get stranded. We made it all the way back. We were so close to the house. And... We're just sitting on the sidewalk, dead as can be. <laughs> and people were just walking past, looking at you. What, didn't even want to talk to us when we tried to talk to them. 
a couple of them, they just awkwardly walked off. Remember the person in the handicapping? Oh, yeah, that made they me mad to work. They had a handicap, a ram on the van, had a sticker and everything. This person stopped, I'll never forget, looked Luke dead in the eyes, acted like they were going to run out the window, and rolled off. <laughs> well, have you ever seen that person? I don't even. Yeah. I don't even remember them. Like I, what they look like. If I saw the band, I would be like, "Dude, that was the guy or girl <laughs> or whatever." I mean, it's funny now because we can laugh about it, yeah. and it's a good experience. But at, in the moment, it was terrible. But uh, the other time I got stranded, I was by myself. You were at work at the time, and uh, I remember I went to do laundry because we gotta go to the laundromat. And I was in the doorway, and the door hit my chair, the controller, and uh, that was it. Chair was dead. Oh man! Dead. I was just stranded there, and it was. <laughs> I was like looking up stuff. I was freaking out. My dad, I called him. I'm like, this thing died. Few choice words coming <laughs> in there. He's trying to tell me to calm down. I'm like, don't tell me to calm down. This thing's dead. It's my legs. I'm screaming. <laughs> you know, because we got a lot of street walkers and whatnot. Uh, so I was like, man, hope my men don't walk up in there. But uh, it was a bad time. But fortunately, I was able to find a guy who's actually disabled himself who sells wheelchairs. He gets them, fixes them up, and then sells them. At a great price, and uh, maybe he'll be on here one day. It's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was able to get a new chair pretty quick. But so those are some of the, uh, I guess, going back to the challenges that you can encounter. I know your chair has died before. Your quickie thing died. Yeah, I think I I was too tough with that one, but it got me around. Thing was a tank, bro. It was. I I missed that. I still miss that. Yeah, I still miss that thing. Man, I wish we could get those. <laughs> you know what insurance doesn't let us get those? Because they hold up for years. Yeah, it's all about the money. Yeah, what a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how we became independent, guys. But And gals and everything in between. You don't want to leave anybody out. But I'm trying to get a little bit of information pulled up here. We found some interesting facts i guess when it comes to living independent and kind of if you're a parent out there as well this is good information for you so this is from endeavor.com it's the endeavor foundation i believe they're based in australia but still very great article it's 21 tips for promoting independence in adults with disabilities so a lot of good information here we just wanted to go through a couple of them and then we're going to link this to all of the socials, put it out there so you guys have it. And then we're also going to go through a couple colleges and universities that are well known for uh, really accommodating people with disabilities of all yeah, types. That's a good so thing. We're going to have that here. So going over this article, the 21 tips of promoting independence in adults <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing while I'm reading that. I'm sorry. Uh, so the first one is talking about support. So this is kind of more for parents, but if you're a young adult, maybe a child, pay attention. This well, parents and 
other family members and that take care of you. Yeah. As well. Thank you for pointing that out. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, just kind of talks about, just to summarize how parents and caretakers, family members, you can think that you're, like what you're doing is helping the person who is disabled, but really you could kind of be hindering more than you're helping. And so it just talks about like, being supportive but not being controlling and kind of allowing them to make decisions or maybe try things on their own. Like even if they fall, yeah, they might get hurt, but it'll be all right. In I mean, cases, so be smart about that. I mean, able-bodied kid, when they fall, you let them get back up. So, right. you know, laugh. yeah, we laugh. We severely hurt. We laugh. Yeah, so. so that's all we ask for. That's what we all we ask for that. Right, and so I think you know we're kind of putting our own spin on that. And again, y'all can read through this article and really look at it and dig in deep for yourself. But, but we just wanted to uh, touch on this a little bit. It's not bad that you care about your kid and that person that you take care of, but for me, I always wanted my own life, and I know like I had to kind of get away from my family a little bit because. Right. It got to be too much. I understand that they love me and care for me and wanted the best and what they wanted to be around. So if I was in trouble, they can come help me. But I didn't need any help. Right. I didn't want any help and no disrespect to anybody. I had to go to Tennessee to kind of do my own thing, to have my own life. So I say this, we still want to dream. We still have our own dreams. Right. We don't want to live you guys' lives. We don't want to exist in your life. We want to exist in our own life. And we have dreams and we have things that we want to do too. So just think about that. And see, also too, if we wouldn't have took the chances we took, and if I wouldn't have came down here, like most likely this podcast doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so, you know, we got tired of just talking about stuff like this. And one day I was just like, we got to do it. We got to take a chance. We got to bet on ourselves. Because at the end of the day, just table the nine, and no matter what your issue is in life, nobody cares about you like you care about you. And nobody cares about your dreams and desires and passions like you do. So you got to bet on and believe in yourself. Because you're the only one that's going to see you succeed. People might believe in you and encourage you, but if you don't put in the work, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, you're right about that. And so, don't be afraid to fail, really, is what that goes back to. So, here's a good one, though, another little pointer. It's establish a trusted support network. And I think this is really good because... You can have people that love you and encourage you, and that's great. But you need people, too, that you can rely on. Like, hey, if you need something or an emergency happens, whatever. Maybe it's just someone you can consistently talk to that's actually going to listen to you and give you good advice and help you through what you're going through. So, you know, putting together a good trusted network, and that doesn't mean 500 friends on Facebook, but like, if you have like one or two solid, solid people in your life, 
that really poured into you and built you up and encouraged you to be the best version of you that you could be, and that's great. All right, so continuing on with the uh, 21 facts and just kind of promoting a more independent adult lifestyle or, I guess, adult independence for someone who's disabled. We're just going to talk about leading with positivity and the importance of that and kind of, I guess, you know, how that's had an impact in our lives. So for me, like, I've always, you know, kind of strived to be a positive person and I've always done better when somebody, and I think a lot of us can relate to this, is when somebody's encouraging you in a positive way instead of always putting you down. You know, because there was a time in life, especially growing up, you know, as you become older, start becoming a young man, in my case, you don't quite understand some things about what you're going through and just the different challenges and struggles you begin to really pick up on, you know, being disabled. And so I think, you know, there was a time where I was really depressed, didn't understand a lot, was really upset, I really angry, and sometimes I still get angry just because there's those things, you know, that should be so easy to do, but, you know, it's a struggle for us. So, you know, just when people are there to encourage you in a more positive way instead of always just being negative, because when I'm mad, I don't know about you, but when I'm mad, if you <laughs> are coming up at me with more anger, more negativity, I'm going to pop. Yeah. And I'm going to snap. You can ask one who knows me. Yeah, I'll I feel snap that. And I'll just tear you down. Especially if I know you. But because I did, that's just how I am. And it's something I've had to work on over the years, getting better at it. But it's just, you know, especially for parents and caregivers and everything, you know, you got to understand the person that you're taking care of or your loved one. They yeah, have hard days. days. Yeah, there's days where we wake up and we just stare at a wheelchair or whatever you got to use. Maybe it's a crutch cane or whatever. You know, and you just like, dang, I don't want to do it today. Yeah. So you got to realize it. And sometimes, you know, the person, maybe they're always peppy and upbeat and talkative. Maybe they have some days where they're not. It doesn't mean that they're angry or they're upset. No, it doesn't mean that they want to talk to you about it. Sometimes people just need space, okay? Definitely. And you have to realize that. Don't just assume that they have an attitude. Because I know some people going up, man, they would just assume that I woke up, ticked off. And I wasn't ticked off. I just needed time in the morning. I get to school, I was good, you know? So it's like you have to be able to understand that and realize that, yeah, we have some bad days just like everybody else, but for some reason, people don't seem to understand that. It's all right when everybody else has a bad day. Hey, but when I have a bad day, it's not all right. So, yeah. you know, you just got to be understanding of that. Lead with positive reinforcement. Lead with love. Right, and, and then they make you upset too because they're like it could be worse like calm down like I don't need you to tell me that yeah, for <laughs> I know it could be worse exactly just, just like you that. have yeah just like you have your bad days we have our bad days I know for me growing up I always try to be in a good mood as, as a kid but as an adult I realized I was very angry and I did not show my emotions the way I do now because I feel I let myself feel and that's pretty much it. I always try to be positive. I've had my bad days, but at the end of the day, I want to be positive yeah. all the time. And it's been a lot of work with my emotions, trying to keep my emotions in check. And right. because I always wanted to be in a good mood because that's what people expect you to be. Right. You're in a wheelchair. You should be in a good mood. Like, oh man, or whatever. But we're humans just like everybody else. And right. we deserve to feel our emotions. And 
And I think it's funny because a lot of people, and I mean, I am a happy person nine times out of ten, but a lot of people would just always assume that I'm this upbeat, happy, popular dude. I was faking it. A majority of growing up, like my childhood and stuff, I was faking that stuff just because I didn't want people to know what I was going through. Why are people going to feel sorry for you? I don't want yeah. people feeling sorry for me ever. Why are you feeling sorry for me? I don't care. Well, you can't walk. Who cares? You can't do something that I can do. I don't want to think of it. <laughs> but but you know, I just never wanted people to question me. Most of the time when I was in school, first off, I didn't like school anyway. If you don't like school, push through, you'll be all right. But, you know, I loved being around my friends and the people that I hung out with at the time because it was a mistake. You know what I mean? And they, a lot of them didn't see me as someone in a wheelchair. So that was nice because we just joked, whatever, you know. And so, but we're not going to spend too much more time on this article. just wanted to touch on a few more things which I think is kind of good. And one of them is, you know, being able to learn with one another, speaking of like the, your support circle, caregiver, whatever, parents, you know, being willing to learn from one another and adapt. And that's the biggest thing. And I know a lot of you that are disabled, you figured that out. And if you haven't quite figured that out yet, you have to be able to adapt because life is going to throw all sorts of challenges at you. All types of people are going to come your way in life. And you've got to be willing to adapt. Not every scenario that you're going to be thrown into is going to be easy, but you figure it out. Yeah, it's all about trial and error. But that's just life in general, though. So right. And that's going to apply to anybody. Yeah, it's nothing that we're doing that doesn't apply to real life. Everybody goes through trial and Everybody has to go through something to make you stronger. So don't be discouraged. Always keep moving. So that's all I have to say about that. I guess so. I mean, my story is <laughs> never over. I know. But just a couple more points I really wanted to touch on, and you can jump in if you want to speak to any of this. And so it talks about being, you know, allowing the person to make slowly begin to make some daily life decisions of their own. Especially like if you have an older teenager, but I think even in the younger age as well, you know, allow them to make choices, allow them to make decisions on kind of what they want to wear. That's within reason. You make that decision, but you know, just allow them to make simple choices like that and just to really begin to gain an independence and gain an independent mindset. Because if you can instill that at a young age, just kind of like if you can instill, I guess, the importance of education or studying or whatever, just you know, how you teach your kids good habits is to me is the same thing. So, you know, it just speaks on you know, allowing them to make simple, small. Life decisions slowly but surely, and then you know they just gain more encouragement and strength from that. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I just thought of something when you're talking about that because my mom, I talked to her sometimes on the phone, and she'd be like, uh, "Luke, don't you ever want to come live with your mom again?" Yeah. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm like, you should be happy. I don't want to come live with you." Right. You should be happy. And I know she's happy, but she misses me. She wants to see me yeah. more than what she does. Like I said, I always get it, but you should know, be happy that I don't want to come live at home. Right. Well, see, I had to explain that to my father the other day. My dad, he got himself a house. And so he's like, hey, you can work anyway. You know, you can work remotely, right? Where we've been going on nowadays. And so he's like, you want to come live back in Texas? And I was like, Thanks, Dad, but I'm good. I love my own spot. Man, did I get the I mean, that guy, he was joking, but I was like, 
you know, I could tell he was joking, but he was kind of upset too. Because that's his thing. Like, my dad, like, he's, he's just kind of overbearing sometimes. I know he does it out of love, but it's like, it's a little too much sometimes. But I just had to explain to him, you know, I'm good on my own. He knows I'm good on my own, but deep down inside, he would go crazy if I told him that I was coming to move with him. He would go nuts. Yeah. Like, he would be so ecstatic because he just always wants to be there to protect me. He's so proud that I'm independent, live on my own, and do my own thing. But at the same time, like, there's that huge part of him that's like, man, I wish he could, I could just take care of him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I get that, and I understand that. And because I realized, like, I know my dad, you know, would do anything in the world for me. But it's kind of like, you have to realize, and I know you realize it too, like, you got to kind of step out of that shadow, right? You got to be able to step out of the shadow and kind of just jump off that ledge and be able to live your own life. Right. Yeah. So, if that day comes where I need to move back home, then we'll talk about that. Right. But I don't think that I'm anywhere close to that right now, and I'm going to yeah. live my life to the fullest. And right. hopefully, that day never shows up. But if it do, then I thank you that I have that safety net to go home if definitely. I have to. Most definitely. I mean, I would cherish those moments too because as long as I knew that I made the most of the time that I could be independent, yeah. Yeah, and I'm still trying to talk a little nice because my mama might hear this. Uh, so. wow, she's like, I still love you. That's yeah, I love you too. Well, I love your dad, but I don't know him too well like that. But that's all right. He loves you. <laughs> but uh, now that we got that off and this out of the way, I love you, mama. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, those are just a few pointers, guys. We wanted to go over in this article again. It's from. Endeavor.com, I believe that's how you say that. And I believe it's in Australia, but it's the Endeavor Foundation. Really great article. We'll link it again on all of our socials, or at least most of them, Twitter and stuff like that. So it'll be there for you guys. And we also wanted to go over um, another good article here talking about colleges and universities, because I know there's a lot of you out there that do have aspirations to go to college, go to university, and really pursue that dream. And that's a great way, too, to gain and you know, independence and realize, hey, I can do this. There's more out there in the world for me. My disability doesn't limit me. You know, it's all about your mindset. So just going over a couple here, I'm not quite sure how much uh, we wanted to speak on this too much. Just going to kind of mention a few, I guess. So number one is the University of Michigan of Ann Arbor. Apparently they have a really good track record of being very accommodating. That's what's up. Really open, I guess, open-minded to people with disabilities. And then just mentioning, I guess, a few more, which is, uh, number two would be the University of Southern California. And then actually Northeastern University. Go back. Southern California with that USC? Yeah, USC. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. This 35-year-old might have to make a trip out there. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> ahead, <Cal. laughs> uh, yeah, it is beautiful. I know it is. It never uh, rains in Southern California. <laughs> Man, that's a beautiful city right there. I wish I could afford to live out there. That's for sure. If you're out there, how fortunate you are. I hope you realize that. And then number three, I'll just mention two more. So number three is Northeastern University. That's in Boston, Massachusetts. In case you're like me and had no clue where that was. And then in Cincinnati, Ohio is Xavier University, which is a really good school. So all those are really good schools, really good universities. I know they offer a lot of programs there. And so this is from... Um, collegechoice.net, 50 best disability-friendly colleges and universities. So you guys can all look into that, look into those different schools, look into the different programs, 
And if you're going to go to college, I'm not going to discourage it at all. It, it can open up a lot of opportunities. It doesn't guarantee you a job. Don't believe that for one second. I know a lot of you don't, but there are some of you that still do. A degree does not mean that somebody's going to give you a job. Okay, you have to earn that. And you've got to find somebody who's going to be willing to take a shot at you. There's a lot of companies out there, especially right now, the work at home market is hot. Hotter than it's ever been. It used to be filled with a lot of scams. Now it's filled with a lot of legit jobs. So be out there looking. A lot of great entry-level jobs out there. And so what you could do is get one of those jobs working from home, even if it is part-time, and you could go to school and get your degree and then let your, you know, the company that you're working for that you've got your degree or that you're going to school, heck, maybe they'll even pay for it. So there's a lot of opportunities out there for that. Or you can always learn a trade. Opportunities there. It doesn't always have to be a four-year university, but there is a lot of options out there. We're just trying to give you guys something to look into and really help you out there. So we'll, again, we'll share this on Twitter and on all the other socials that we can in regards to this so you guys will have access to that information as well. You want to add anything else? No, I'm pretty good. Yeah, so if this is the end, holla. All right, y'all take it easy till the next one. Holla again.